Victor Wimbenyama will be the biggest bust in NBA history. Now listen, I know you guys are saying, here goes Nathan, caping up for Mike Ryan again. We know you super follow him twice. You just reiterate what he says. But hey, if you're on our YouTube channel, you know I was telling everybody to calm down about Victor Wembenyama months ago. I've been on this beat before Mike Ryan. But that doesn't matter who got there first because... Mike Ryan's he's saying it better you know but I'm here to back him up and support him let's let's play the tape that everybody around the world has seen of Wemby just doinking it let's put that up there I mean it's fast forwarded here just brick after brick here um you know, one make, but again, like Mike said, it goes out of frame. Dribbling, I mean, terrible. Ooh, that last one, man, just not great. And then, yeah, sure, easy for him to dunk here. Not good, kid can't shoot. And you look at his stats, back in France, back that up, you know, 29%. From three this last season, I believe is what he shot. 47% overall. Dude, 7'5". And you're telling me his two-point percentage was 56%. Like, you're 7'5". How do you not have a plus 60 thing? And, you know, I'd wager that's probably because he can't get into the paint. You know, I've been cultivating mass in... 2023 here I've put on about 20 pounds in 2023 and I'm telling you at six foot two I could back down Victor Wimbanyama dude only got 10 rebounds a game you're seven foot five and he got 10 rebounds like of course you're seven five like seven or eight of them are just gonna fall right you're just gonna grab them right off the rim no biggie seven five dude can't even get more than 10 rebounds a game Turnovers are there, um, you know, and in the playoffs, all the stats got worse, less points, less rebounds, more turnovers, worse shooting percentage. That's when the competition goes up. Victor's game goes down. There ain't no playoff victor here. Kid's going to be a bust. Sorry. Doesn't frame, you know, doesn't, could be injury prone, but Here's why. Here's the biggest reason why. Dude, seven foot five, but he wants to show you how he can dribble, and no one's talking to you about this. Here's why Victor Wembenyama will be a bust and a nightmare when it comes to turnovers in the NBA. Dribble height. Anybody talking about this? His dribble height, hand to ground height. Dude's dribble height has got to be taller than like Brad Williams out here. Like, I watched some game tape, and I timed how long it takes for the ball to go from his hand to the court. This is, I'm going to, I'm going to just say it for you so you can get a sense of how long this takes and how easy it's going to be for professional NBA players to pick this dude's pocket. So here we go. It's in his hand. Ready? To the floor. 
back up to the hand at the floor again. And now it's in his hand. I mean, you can see photos. Dude has a long wind span. Here he is holding some balls really low. But guess what, guys? That's not where you dribble. Look at this picture where he's dribbling. Like, that's probably at Steph Curry's head. You don't think that's getting swiped? Every other play, Victor Wimbenyama will be a turnover machine. Let's fire up the episode. Libertardians, we back here. Did you enjoy our episode last week? Had a guest on the fastest growing Dan Libertard Show fan YouTube channel. That's us, the Fan Libertard Show podcast. Rockets, baby. Just shooting straight up almost to 500 subscribers. Get that up. Um, I've been putting out some work. Appreciate the support people have been showing. Um, you can check out our last episode where we had a guest, Cynthia, from the show. I enjoyed that conversation. That's one of my favorite things, actually, to do is uh, get some of the people behind the scenes from the show and ask them questions. I thought she had some really good uh, insights into what a pre-show meeting is like, talking about what Dan does. So if you want to get a feel for that, go back and check that episode out. This week, just me, but working on getting some more guests. I mean, there's a lot to talk about, you know, I'm not going to, let's take it back to, to Victor Wimbenyama here. I'm not going to go with the whole bus thing here. I've already, I've already laid that out, but are people talking about this? The San Antonio Spurs are not contrary to popular belief are not a well-run organization. How? Does this video of Victor Wembenyama even get leaked out? How is this video of him just straight doinking shots over and over and over again, making fun of him, who, again, is at a very young age, folks. You don't think he's seen this? He's seen it. He's known about it. He's 19 years old. Kid's probably on TikTok like five hours a day, if I had to guess. He's seen it. He knows it. You don't think that's affecting his mentality. You know, you don't think that's affecting making him feel pressure. Um, how, if you're the San Antonio Spurs, does this get out? How is, I mean, you burn the footage. If you, someone's there, like, right, one, you have one camera at something like this. One person is allowed to take footage. If it ain't good, you burn it when it's done. This is... Honestly, like this is the first uh, time people get to see this kid like working out. Like I got to run this video back and see like, was he in? This is, yeah, this is at the Spurs arena. He's in a Spurs uniform. Like, is this what it, okay. Also, there's a lot of people like in the crowd that was watching this. So this is. What I mean, I'm where where is this taken from? It also just shows does a kid even cope well with pressure? Because there were a lot of people there, a lot of cameras, stands there. 
You know, was this like them working him out to see if they wanted to draft him? Not a good showing. But again, how does this get out? If you are the Spurs, like you lock this down more than a Dave Chappelle stand-up comedy thing. Put your phones in bags. One person takes video for you to look at. You look at it. You get what you need. And, you know, if it was good tape, you keep it. Awesome. But if it's tape like that, again, you destroy it. You never let it see the light of day because obviously everyone knows you're taking the guy. You can't, well, I may tell you he's a bust. You can't pass up on a potential talent like that because if he hits, you're going to be fools for forever. But this just goes to show the the San Antonio Spurs, they're not as well run of an organization as you think if this gets out. And just further proof, you want to know what is probably one of, going to be one of the best 30 for 30s or upcoming sports documentaries? The career of Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard, generational superstar. Worked at, or worked, played for the Spurs. You know, everybody, Duncan Robinson, not Duncan Robinson, Tim Duncan, David Robinson. I was going to talk about those two guys and... That's how Duncan Robinson slipped in there. Duncan and Robinson, Mono Ginobili, Tony Parker, they all hung around for the majority of their careers, except for Tony Parker, I think, off in Charlotte for a year or however long that was. They all stuck around, right? You think, oh, well-run organization, they keep their superstars. Then the Kawhi Leonard incident comes out. Mismanaged the dude's health so badly that he doesn't want to be there and what people have seen prior to that as a well-run organization and now further down the line like I just like to first say thank you as a Raptors fan you can see I'm kitted out I got my Kawhi Leonard jersey on had him for a year and you know what glad we only had him for a year because after that everything just fell off like how many games has this guy even played for the Clippers I mean I'm gonna google that for you right now the dude has not played more than 57 games in a season 57 52 52 I don't think honestly maybe he finished the 2019 2020 uh, season with them in the playoffs. I can't remember. Pretty sure he didn't finish uh, last season or 2020, 2021. 21-22 uh, wasn't there. Did not play. Missed a whole. He's missed a whole entire season. He's only played 50-something games when he's been healthy. Dude's body has fallen apart. And you gotta wonder... Is that because of something the Spurs did? And how do you screw that up? A generational talent like Kawhi Leonard, when you're also the organization who's known for pioneering rest, and somehow you screwed up this guy's body so bad that he's been, I mean, his legs are shot. Dude had one good leg when he won the championship for the Raptors in 2019 and so everybody's like oh the san antonio spurs what a well-run organization like victor you sure this is where you want to go if you get hurt that they're gonna actually take care of you right i mean i what is happening with Kawhi leonard and what happened with Kawhi leonard that's going to be a fascinating sports documentary whenever that comes out 
uh, I'm going to keep my eyes peeled for that. But um, in other news, I think I like Dick. Grady Dick. Excited that the Toronto Raptors drafted this guy uh, out of Kansas. Kids got style. Kids got pizzazz. I mean, he's got his draft day suit there, sequins out there. You see him talking about how he wants Drake to wear his jersey. I am excited for my Toronto Raptors. Like, we'll see. We're, you know, honestly, I like the team that we've got, although they haven't done anything since, again, Kawhi Leonard left. Um, of note, they did have a good run in the bubble. I think they lost in seven to Boston, but I just really like the group of guys that they have. You know, I've grown attached to them. I hope we're probably word on the street sounds like we're losing Fred Van Fleet. I like him, tiny little mighty mouse. Um, Spicy P. Um, you know, we had uh, Scotty Barnes, good rookie there, and now Grady Dick. Um, hoping things come together we make it not out of the plan obviously we're not a championship level team but hey i got my championship i never thought that the toronto raptors would get a championship so as a fan i'm set for life from a toronto raptors perspective you get that one championship that's good with me man as the raptors like i don't i honestly if if you made me guess nathan do you think the Toronto Raptors are going to get another NBA championship in your lifetime? I would I would bet no. Like, right, put the over and under at half a championship. I'm betting under. They're not going to get another championship. They're just not a premier destination. Just the stars were aligned for the... Kawhi Leonard scenario and the stars aligned throughout the course of that season for us to get that championship. But I'm excited for Grady Dick. You want to talk about a shooter? Now there's a shooter, 40%, making over two threes a game in college, shooting 40%. I mean, granted, the NBA three-point line is a little bit further back, but that's a shooter. And dude's fun. Got these fun TikToks that he's making, making these videos. I see a little bit of myself in him. As I go making all these videos, have you checked out all our, I've, I've just been cooking up tons of videos. If you're not on our YouTube, if you're not on our Instagram or following me at shaved stop on Twitter, you're missing out folks. Cause it's summertime. I'm not teaching. I'm just spending time grinding. I made a show talked about, Oh, we should have a know it all as well. I made a know-it-alls with Tony and Mike Fuentes. I enjoyed it. Gave it a little bit of an 80s sitcom kind of vibe. That was a fun one to make. And if you've been following me, you know, guess what? This summer, I'm bringing the club back, ladies and gentlemen. The Dan Levitard Show Club. I've done it for two weeks now. I've taken sounds from the show or sounds that the show's talked about or shown on YouTube. And I've cut it up into club put debbie deb behind it because guess what twitter doesn't do anything copyright wise and on instagram and youtube you can still use that sound as long as it's short right shorts don't you can put music there they don't uh if it's a short you can put a put debbie deb in it no copyright issues there i mean there's a copyright claim but it doesn't affect the views right 
So uh, I've been doing that. I It's been a lot of fun, uh, but each week it actually becomes more and more work because each week I sit down and I tell myself, there's no way I'm going to have as good a week in terms of sound. And each week I keep marking more and more clips for the sound, which I, I personally, as a fan of the show, I love doing it because it, makes me a more attentive listener of listening for all the jokes and the good things and then thinking of how can I mix that up because, you know, I think the club is one of the favorite things uh, for people when they think about the Dan Levitard show of something that they looked forward to every Friday and how Mike Ryan would mix the sounds uh, together, have them interact. So I try to do that. And, you know, honestly, I have video with me as well so I get to mix in video interactions and stuff so I have a fun time pulling sound pulling video and thinking like how am I going to make these things like interact and have a back and forth like I think in the last club um, video that I made my my favorite part of the second one that I made was uh, the placement of where I put their submarine expert saying yeah, we just say they're dead. And then I threw in the video of Jess and Billy's reaction to that, but with no sound. So it was kind of like letting the joke sit in the middle of the club. And I had that just come out of nowhere. I had like a bunch of sounds and then all of a sudden, boom. Yeah, we just say they're dead. And then silence and Billy and Jess's reaction to it. So that was probably my favorite part. Uh, What really inspired me to actually do this was when the show showed the video of the Denver Nuggets mascot and it dropping to the floor and you could just tell the person was unconscious and uh, limbs were going back and forth. When I saw that video, I just, in my mind, I saw and heard uh, Debbie Deb being played under that. Like that's the start of the club that I just, I heard and I'm like, dude, I'm going to start that video off and bring back the club. And I did it two minutes. And now Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm shilling out 11 bucks a month right now because I don't know. I'm going monthly even though it's more expensive. Don't know if I want to go annual because I've changed my name. I've rebranded. Shave Stop is now the summer club. So for the summer, since I don't have school, I'm bringing back the club every summer and I'm verified for the sole purpose of creating a longer club video, the full Debbie Deb song. So week two. I grinded out a six minute, 15 second, ended it with a Greg Cody hard network out, which I also like, and took the time to find the video where Greg Popovich says, we live in a racist country and ended it with that. We'll see if I do that same ending again. Although I tend to be a person who tries to do something new. So I have an idea for a different ending for this upcoming club. And you know what? Guess what? I'll give you, here's what I'm thinking. I might just clip in a segment of David Sampson and Mike Schur arguing their argument at the end and just fade the club out with them arguing back and forth. I feel like that could be kind of a funny ending. Um, Maybe leave a five-star review and comment on what you think would be good tip endings for that. Otherwise, you know, I'll just go with the Greg Popovich... um, you know, we live in a racist country, Greg Cody Hard Network out. That's always going to be a crowd pleaser because that's how the show would do it. Um, but that's been a lot of fun. But then that's also, it's just, 
it got it has me more engaged on the Reddit because I post the clubs in the Reddit, and so I've actually been uh, scrolling through the Reddit more, and I just. I don't get it. We're the fan Levitard show. I'm a fan of the Dan Levitard show. I love the show. I think it's in a really good place. And I think me doing the club shows that I have a lot of fun. And it also just kind of shows you how many jokes are in the show. Like, let me, let me pull up my notes for today and see like how much sound did I mark from just today's show here. So I'm going to tabulate that. Oh, wait. Well, folks, while I was trying to tabulate how many sounds I've pulled for the club, my show me Shohei Otani alarm went off. So before we get to that, I'm going to have to tell you a little bit about what Shohei Otani's been up to, eh? Hey, guess what? Who leads... Major League Baseball in home runs. Shohei. Who leads Major League Baseball in RBIs? Shohei. Who's top 20 in ERA? Shohei. Who's top 5 in strikeouts? Shohei. Who's top 10 in batting average? Number 10 exactly. Shohei. Almost batting 300. I mean, he's not having the year that uh, Luis... A rates, or I totally just butchered his name, is having batting almost 400. Probably gonna cut up a short of him highlights because it's pretty crazy. He's having like, if he keeps up at this pace, like he's having uh Well, sorry, I can't. Sorry, got distracted. Gonna have to cut that because this is Show Me Shohei, and this has been Show Me Shohei because dude is a freak of nature. Now let me get back to tabulating my club sounds. So I've calculated it. I've I've marked down 49 different clips, which is way too much. I'm going to have to cut that down, but 49 things. Uh, And sometimes what I do when I'm doing it is I mark something because I see it as an opportunity, like, oh, that could interact well with it, or that could be a theme throughout the club. And then maybe it just doesn't pan out and I I cut it later. Um, But I've been on the Reddit more. And again, we're the Fan Levitard Show. Love the Dan Levitard Show. I think it's in a really good place. But it just is crazy to me the level of people that are on there complaining about the show. And I get it. Like, you can have your opinions and stuff, but it's just the opinions are like, it's, they're harsh, so harsh. Like, and again, most of it is directed towards Mike Ryan, which I, again, I just don't get because for me personally, Mike Ryan's my favorite person on the show. Um, I think he's the most creative. He's the one for me that always keeps it fresh because he's always, he's, he's doing something like every single playoff run. I feel like Mike tries to take like a new fan angle 
and responds with the fan angle. Like this year, it felt like a theme that he was going to do is just say the refs were rigging the game. I don't think he honestly believed that, but I think he did that as a bit throughout the playoffs and people get like all annoyed like saying that and not realizing like he's just picking a different fan angle like last year was the reverse jinx angle and you know i can't think of the year before that for playoffs but so i just always look forward to like what's mike gonna do to change it up now he's got this stepping back um thing that he's doing which again the other thing with mike you don't like some of it's got to be buried in truth like if you're on the reddit i can understand why you would be frustrated and especially again when you look at everything that mike has done like today i had like this little brief back and forth i just commented on someone who posted something where they they were complaining about mike ryan and some guy responded is like some people just aren't good at radio Like, okay, again, you can say you don't like Mike Ryan. You can be frustrated by it. But the comment of some people just aren't good at radio and you're just some regular fan. Mike Ryan's been the executive producer and had his hand in one of the number one sports podcasts of our time. That has literally changed how and influenced the entire genre. And the majority of people who are in the Dan Levitard show Reddit are there because you find it probably to be your favorite sports podcast or, you know, sports radio show there. And you appreciate and understand the uniqueness. And who do you think has had a large hand in doing that? And some dude is going to come in and comment. Some people just aren't good at radio. Like, fine, you can say Mike's like not he's he's talking too much or I wish he would talk like a little bit less. But the insane level of things of saying Mike Ryan's not good at radio. Just get out of here. Like, it drives me crazy. Um, Bands, you know, be better bands or have better commentary than just that. Just irked me. Had to had to vent about it. Um, David Sampson's here, everybody. I I uh, like David Sampson. I find him interesting and refreshing. Although he did get scorched about the whole Mickey Harrison take, and I agree with everybody against that. Like you know, uh, I think he is open, but it's it's interesting how he keeps sticking to that. And man, did Mike sure really nail him at the end of the post game today with comparing what he's saying about Mickey Harrison and how it correlates to what's happening with the writer's strike and the ways that, you know, to their employees, well, we're not making any money, but shareholders, we have 30 billion in pure profit, right? Doesn't add up creative accounting. Frustrating, right? Well, folks, shorter episode, I'm uh, going on vacation this week, so just wanted to knock something out, give you something. Working on getting some guests, maybe leave a five-star review, comment who'd you like to hear from. Um, so we'll see. I'm I'm chasing down a couple leads on guests here and going to see what I get. And, you know, hopefully Ty and Brian have been real busy if you're wondering where they've been at uh hopefully they can rejoin 
the pod and return. But in the meantime, I'm holding down the ship. Thanks for all your support and listening. If you want to support us again, leave that five-star review for our podcast. Go back, listen to old podcasts, right? Uh, if there's a podcast you skip, listen to it. Cause guess what? I put ads in so we can start making just a tiny little bit of money. And Hey, subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're actually pretty close to YouTube change their monetization here. And if you want to support us, uh, it'd be a huge help if you could subscribe to our YouTube channel and watch some of our stuff. You, I mean, you don't even have to watch it. Just go to our episodes playlist before you go to bed plug in your phone to charge turn the volume all the way down and go to our full episode playlist click the very first episode and just let it play all throughout the night so we can get those watchable hours huh help us out nathan out